Hello, I'm Jeremy Eden. I'm Dan Eden. And I'm Madeline Matsey. And this is 90 Under 90. 90 movies. Under 90 minutes. Sometimes it's a call and return. I was trying to match that energy. <laughs> just, just enough. <laughs> when I say 90, you say minutes, 90 minutes. <laughs> I love a delayed call and response. <laughs> oh, uh, minutes. <laughs> okay, today on our show, clocking in at 81 minutes, we're talking about 2016's Lights Out, directed by David F. Sandberg of the uh, of the Shazam. That's right. I, I was surprised when I saw that. I feel like there's so many of these guys that do these, like, they do one movie, and then all of a sudden they are, like, the guy for superhero movies. Totally. Or big giant blockbusters out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Marvel seems to do that, that like, where, like, we, they don't care if you have any experience directing a big budget. They just want to know what kind of story you can right. tell. And, uh, like, yeah, a clear vision. And uh, and, and Sandberg, he's a, an effects guy, and he's a DIY effects guy. This is based off of a short he did all yeah. by himself with his wife on a really, really small budget, and they... They were just impressed by it. Like, I think it's it's really short too. It's like less than five minutes, maybe even like one minute long, and yeah. just based on that was a proof of concept for an entire feature. Um, but like Madeline says, she reminds me. It reminds me of uh, Scott Derrickson. Same deal. Sinister goes on to do Doctor Strange, and yeah. he just does he, these horror guys. I don't know how it translates. Yeah. I guess but. maybe they figure if you can tackle those special effects, and mm-hmm. then you can tackle the rest. I don't know. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Maybe Kevin Feige is just uh, a big horror fan that we just yeah. don't know about. That, that could be it. How would he find the time? <laughs> yeah. Have, um, I don't want to give anything away, but David Sandberg is really funny on uh, like Instagram. He's like got some really entertaining posts, and he just put one up actually just minutes before this episode. And I can't describe it without spoiling the end of uh, Shazam. Have you guys seen it? Yeah. No, okay. I haven't seen it, but I know uh, about the uh, the cameo. Okay, he did a funny little reveal of of the face for the cameo at the end, like at home, like on his own. But it, like he did a twist, like a funny twist. I don't want to give it away, but it was okay. funny. Yeah. I'm gonna have to go. I'm gonna have to. I didn't stalk him on Instagram. Usually, I <laughs> I go deeper, but I did not. I he's have to uh, check he's it out. a stinker. He's funny. He's a little stinker. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jer, more importantly. This movie is executive produced by the Secretary of Treasury, Steven Mnuchin, uh, the guy <laughs> who's responsible for your $1,200 stimulus check Wait, partly. are you serious? I am dead serious. He's also produced The Suicide Squad and some other films. Oh, now, hold on. Hold That's on. Just... the most random thing I've ever heard ever. <laughs> just, just wait one second here, because okay. you're telling me that this man is partially responsible for the stimulus check, but I, I thought that that was 100% Donald Trump, because I know, in the right? memo yeah. of some of these, it well, said you know, that it was by him. So That's news to me. because I didn't I know, get that check. I, yeah. well, I, got, I didn't get a check, physical Same. check. I got the money. Oh, you did? Okay. Yeah. I didn't just get anything yet. <laughs> So. I, so a lot of people I, I yeah. know have said the same thing. I don't get it. I don't understand it. It's uh you know it's a little frustrating, but like 
Yeah, Steven Mnuchin, guys, great guy, part of the cabinet. Um, that's part of why, like, I felt like, and I saw this after the movie, thankfully, in the yeah. credit. I was like, <laughs> oh, fuck, I just watched a Steven Mnuchin film? God damn it. Um, that's okay, though. I, I actually, spoilers, I kind of like this movie, and I usually don't like yeah. these kinds of movies. Um, yeah, your your PG-13 horror, supernatural horror movies are like a genre in and of themselves. Yeah. And uh, I also did not hate this movie. I kind of liked it, too. I mm. actually liked it more. Well, like I had a 76 on Rotten Tomatoes and I was like, OK, that means it's pretty, especially for a scary movie. Like, that's really good. Mm-hmm. And yeah. um, and I I picked it. because I don't really watch these kind of movies anymore. I don't really watch scary movies at all anymore the only like the really really big ones like get out or quiet place or like mm-hmm. things that it's like you have to see this so um and my husband never watches them mm-hmm. so i don't i just don't see these movies and this was one that i had heard when it came out it was good and i when i saw it on the list i was like okay i this is an excuse to watch this movie i just have to watch it by myself in the middle of the day <laughs> because i can't watch this with kind the of lights stuff in the on exactly yeah. <laughs> exactly it's Um, one of those movies that for me like it didn't exist this movie did not exist because it's so under my radar yeah like it's not even anything that i would gravitate towards that yeah when i was like lights out what was that when did that come out like i've never heard of this movie 2016 like it's like oh that's not that long ago that is a long time ago yeah I'm like, this, it feels like forever ago. I'm like, does she have the title right? Because I don't think this movie exists. This isn't a real movie. <laughs> I've never heard of it. Jared, like, no, no, I don't think anything's going to be relevant until your kids grow out of, like, Bob the Train. And yeah. they're like, and the new generation of Lights Out comes out when they're in high school. And it's called, like, Sound Off. And it's yeah. just, like, it's Quiet Place, basically repackaged. Yeah. Somebody attacking people through TikTok. Yeah, that's all it is. Yeah, and it's only like a 30-second video. Yeah. People, people attack you in 30-second increments, and you don't know when they're going to come back. I just wrote a movie right there. That's the horror. <laughs> oh, you're, half, you're, you're, like, you're like got a claw mark like halfway across your chest, and you know that it's coming back to finish the rest of it. You just don't know when. Yeah. Whoa. Take, pump the brakes there, Jer. Copyright 90 under 90, yeah. 2020. Um. All right. So yeah, let you want to get into it, Madeline. You've explained why you picked it. I was, well, I was. My bet was you did not see this before, just cause. No. I don't... And I've also done so many comedies, and like mm. we had two in a row that were like kind of stinkers, and we all hated them. And I was like, let's try <laughs> something completely different this time. You were starting to become the guest for that. Like yeah, oh, I, like I had to break out com- of that. The romantic comedy ones. Yeah. I still so have yeah, she she was being yet. typecast as a guest host. That's right. Just kind of like how um, I was trying to come up with an example. For a while, Caitlin was the documentary guest. Yeah. yeah. All right. So lights out. And in this chair, you're a Lego aficionado. Yeah, you can appreciate a, a good le- a logo in front of. Did I say Lego first? I meant Lego. <laughs> He's both. I was like, actually. wait, did we watch yeah. the same movie? <laughs> <laughs> he's both. Um, he's you're a logo aficionado. This movie has a cool like WB dismantled into New Line, and never have I seen such synergy between two different production companies. Like, hey man, we're doing this together, you know? 
I feel like Warner Brothers, more than any other studio, is like, do whatever the fuck you want to our logo. I don't care. Morph it to have it merge into a different logo. We don't give a shit. It turns into 20th Century Fox. Yeah, it's fine. Whatever. Um, yeah, I really appreciated that. So right off the bat, 100% the score. Yeah. So every <laughs> second, that score, it's like a stock. It's just always moving. So, um, all right. It takes place at Wells Textiles at night. And a phone call. This is a, I think we can all agree this is a pretty tight movie. Yep. Um, yeah, very quick. It's a prologue here. And usually this is a kind of a demonstration to see what the how the entity works. And I think mm-hmm. this is a pretty good showcase here. Um, takes place at Wells Textiles. A guy gets a call. And there's a. it's creepy because it starts with this image inside of all these dummies yeah. wrapped in saran. It's really creepy. And um, this and guy gets on the phone. Made- Sorry. Made all the more creepy by the fact that the lights are completely out in this place. Like, he's in a giant yeah. warehouse. Like, I have a coworker who gets to work early, like, before anyone else gets there, and will do a lot of work in the dark. And I'm like, <laughs> it's the creepiest damn thing in the world it when I walk creepy, into my right? office and he's sitting there and there's just the blue light of this screen, like, <laughs> bathing him, and there's nothing else on in the entire building. <laughs> and he's been there for hours staring at a blank screen. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, yeah, you work in a creepy textile factory at night and it's very dark and you don't have any lights on. Yeah, so it's okay, like though. some creepy basement. I don't know. I didn't get that at all. He's there with I don't I didn't catch her name, but he's not alone there. He's with uh, an employee. I th- I take it that he's the boss because he's like, go home, you know, or, or go uh, make sure you lock up first, you know. Yeah. And he gets a call and he's on the phone with his son and there's something heavy going on at home we could glean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, something's wrong with mom. Yeah, yeah mommy ain't sure. Right. He he says that she's talking. She's been talking to herself. So it seems to be the tip of some kind of iceberg here. The dad reassures him, hangs up the phone, and his assistant comes in. But first, he looks at this file on the desk, and it says Mulberry Hill, California. Just throwing it out there. Hey, I didn't even catch that actually. It's like a little. I, I've, I've watched too many of these where I'm like, yeah. you're putting it on the screen. Okay, I'm going to write it down right. here. Um, he talks to a co-worker, tells her to go close up. In the dark, it's lights out for her. Like these individual, it's a big hallway, big open like warehouse floor. And there's individual ceiling lights lighting different portions of this corridor. That's kind of between all these crates and boxes and uh so that creates an opportunity for a separation between light and dark here. And uh, the lights on and off bit, it works. And I'm, we're starting to wonder, I don't know about you guys, like, is this ghost controlling the lights? Because we're getting some kind of flickering, I think. Yeah. This prologue. Yeah, that was a bit, I guess that was kind of inconsistent. And we can talk about that as that goes on. But sometimes it seems like it could and sometimes yeah, it couldn't. Yeah, it, it kind of, I clear rules in these. Yeah. To me, it like by the end of the movie, it registered as like okay, it's this, it's the equivalent of the noise that your phone makes or like your computer speakers make when you're about to get a text, you know, like yeah, you hear, yeah. You hear that little fuzzy you're noise right. and you're like something's coming. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. right. That makes sense. Um, we I had to like this this actor too. I had to turn it. Caitlin was watching this with me for a, a portion, and I had to look at her and I'm be like, I know I haven't gotten a haircut in a long time. Is it starting to look like this? <laughs> because my hair is like almost this guy's length. <laughs> um you say a portion so she tuned out well she was never going to sit with me for the whole movie she was doing some work and she's like all right now i'm done with my work yeah. and this movie 
did she stand up and say lights out and then she left the room and said thank you and yeah. left the house um, um no that right. didn't happen she she did um however i can't i was trying to think of what the what care what what's her name says later like don't try to tell me what to do <laughs> <laughs> what would happen if your kid that was his first words oh like if God. like if I went into Ben's room and all of a sudden he just sat up and he was like daddy leave me alone I'm like, yeah I'm like alright let's we just got the yellow pages in the mail the other day I'll look up an exorcist and see <laughs> like, I don't even need to go to the internet <laughs> the yellow pages yeah it was so weird to get it and it's so thin too it's like <laughs> it's like a college notebook like a five subject notebook yeah. like that's about as thick as the yellow pages are we, these days we used to sit on those things right yeah um for for a lot of height so anyway he uh dad's on the phone he's still with that son and he's got some worries so he's we don't we, we don't call it an intervention son i'm like whoa <laughs> Like, something's Whoa. going on here heavy and the co-worker tells him i saw something because she did what did she see she goes to the uh the locker room once she gets out of that corridor yeah. and then we get a little sample of this uh this woman it looks like a shadow of a woman with yeah, these two. very mm-hmm. uh, tall it's like it's like a slender man but a woman like it's it's tall yeah. and very thin and like taller than a, a, a normal person actually is and like the appendages are very long. Scissor hands, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she's like moving kind of just like not quite as bad as what's her name from Suicide Squad? Uh, Enchantress? Yeah, not not quite as bad as Cara <laughs> Delevingne. He loves his possessed women. Yeah, oh he likes them to just, kind of, to, to just kind of move around like they're a Marriott, like a fucking dummy or a puppet or whatever. Benucci, yeah, move, move around like a little marionette. Yeah. I'm gonna give you a stimulus check. <laughs> Imagine that there are some strings above, and you're being tugged from your limbs. Oh yeah. God. I don't even know what this guy but, sounds like, but that's scarier than yeah. the movie. <laughs> Just we like make the a lot of EOP. I don't know. Um, a lot of uh, a lot of the people whose voices we don't know, we just turn into like creepy and kind of weird or, or sexual. Yes. Well, I'm Steven Mnuchin. Knock, knock. It's Mnuchin. Mnuch. Uh, yeah, Don, you, you've heard our Don Bluth. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I'm not asking you, Jerry. I'm asking <laughs> Madeline. <laughs> I thought you were referring to our listeners just then. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. I don't know, but he, he's really into sexuality, and he doesn't. Yeah, that's not familiar. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you do that. Okay. I've uh, that. So here's my vibe from this opening here. This is, uh, and and Katie called it out. This is like the opening to an episode of Supernatural, like to a T. Like there, you see a random victim at work, and he's like, he gets he, he's wrapped up in his own little thing, and then you see like an example. Just it's like a mini horror movie yeah. every time. To me, I watch this, and I'm like, okay, so this is what this creature is. So basically, somebody watched an episode of Doctor Who with the Weeping Angels, yeah. and changed it just a little bit, and like then they're like That's horror so movie. True. <laughs> That's so true. I feel like, and we were trying to figure it out, we, like, have we seen this premise before? We've seen this scene before in many different kinds where, like, the, the light turns off and then the killer gets closer as it turns back on. Yeah, but have, it, has anyone I've, made 
a whole movie out of that? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, but they have now. Yeah. yeah. Lights out. I just for, knew, well. like, I was like, okay, it's going to be jump scares. Like, that's what this movie is. Mm-hmm. I know exactly what I've gotten myself into. This is what it's going to be. See, now, if if jump scares are something that bother you, like, the good thing about jump scares is you can usually anticipate them. So yeah. for me, when I'm like, I don't want to be bothered by a jump scare, I just repeat, I'm just in my head watching the movie. I'm like, all right, it's happening now. Yeah. Now. It's now. It's going to be right now. <laughs> now. So that way, it's it, it, I'm always it one half second. Yeah, I'm a half a second ahead of the movie. That must be really fun to watch with you now. Now you're just sitting there on the couch. Now I said in now. my head. <laughs> It'd be funny, also, though. Caitlin left the room by that point, so I can say whatever I want. Now, now here comes the jump scare. Jump scare. Caitlin, there's a jump scare coming. <laughs> now it's now. coming now. Um. So he gets in, um, I'm sorry, he, what happens next? She has the run-in with the, uh, she leaves for the night. I think she gets away clean, right? Yeah. Well, she she goes She's back and, yeah, we're, she she tries to get the uh, the boss to be like, yo, come into the room. Like, there's a fucking, there's a and ghost like, in there. I'm dealing with my crazy uh, wife who's so having Do you not see that I have issues. business files here that I have to go through? Yeah. I have a, an important business file that I must go through. Textiles. Uh, but aren't you also, like, at this point in the night, like, obviously it's supposed to be late at night, just, like, go home and be with your son and have this conversation with him yeah. at home? Like, you yeah. don't really need to be doing this here right now. I'm, ge- I'm getting real I-don't-want-to-go-home-to-my-family vibes from this yeah. guy. <laughs> like, yeah, the exactly. bars must be closed well, in I don't this know, area. I gotta test this new silicon-based textile that we just got here. The durability. Uh, so he goes to. Uh, he has a run-in with the figure. We don't know its name yet. We don't know what it is yet. But he uh, ends up getting injured in the process. He goes out to that corridor. All the lights turn off, and he has a run-in with this figure. He gets like slashed in the leg, and uh, it gets him basically and then he it like launches him across the room and that's when we get like the title lights out everybody produced by steven mnuchin secretary (laughs) of state and then we cut to a rock star pad don't you love this this sweet rock star pad and it's uh, it's actually our main character's apartment, and we think it's the guy laying in the bed. At least I do. This guy, who I call Chris Angel, throughout the rest <laughs> of my notes, <laughs> he's doing quarter. That's tra- it. That was it. I was like, this guy looks like someone. Who is it? He's levitating in bed. The mind freak. He's a mind freak. This guy looked like a cross between Skeet Ulrich and Chris Klein. <laughs> yeah, very 90s vibe from him. Yeah. Yeah. And his hair is worse than the guy before him. I'm like, oh my God, yeah. that's oh, what you I'm don't slowly like that. starting to head towards. You don't like the Scott Stat from Creed look? Totally. <laughs> <laughs> Get that one lock out of your face, dude. Like, it just, oh. it's one lock of hair. Just move it. So. I feel like if nobody, like, if someone's listening and they haven't seen this movie, they now have a perfect vision of this character <laughs> we have described. It. That's what so, we yeah. try to do all the time here. <laughs> and they um, also have a pretty perfect description or uh, image of what my hair currently looks like, not being able to get a haircut. <laughs> so, like, oh, he must kind of look like Scott Stapp right now. <laughs> Sing, give us a little Scott Stapp. 
Well, I just <laughs> the news today. I remember you saying that when Ben and Jack was bo- were born. Mm-hmm. I remember that. Uh, Welcome to <laughs> this place. You're like holding him up. I'll show you wherever. You're shaking him. The nurses are like, you're not supposed to do that to the baby. <laughs> well, arms wide open. Yeah, they're like, they're like, you really shouldn't shake him, but you really shouldn't sing Creed to your baby either. <laughs> I don't like, know. Well, I'm sorry, I didn't know I wasn't supposed to shake him. No, like, no, we're talking about the Creed. Like, <laughs> um, so Chris Angel wakes up next to some chica in bed, who is our main character. She gets up and she's like the distant type right off the bat. She wants to go take a shower. He's like, maybe I'll join you. And she's all like, maybe you won't motherfucker like something to that effect yeah i have commitment issues dude Uh, back off (laughs) just all i want is that hair and that that body and uh chris sleeps on the bed and and she goes don't think you're staying and she kicks him out and uh he's he's, she says uh she says who said anything about boyfriend when he brings up the word so she's super Uh, distant She don't want no man in her life. And uh, what he tries to keep, you know, that classic uh, leaving one thing behind at the uh, at the place. But he's trying to be cute about it by talking about it out loud, you know. So maybe I'll just leave something here. Jacket, shirt, maybe just one sock. And she's like, uh, fuck off. I thought like, I did I, I not make it clear? Get the fuck out of here? <laughs> yeah, I'm not that into you, dude. Dude, lights out. And He's, uh, she's just not that into you. Yeah. And uh, he takes off his little. He's got a really interesting sock on. It's yeah. a little. It's like an anklet sock, I think. It's and it's it's striped. You ever see? You remember <laughs> Riley's shirt from Inside Out? It looks like that, like just <laughs> rainbow stripes. <laughs> That's what David S. Sandberg was going for. Yeah, with that hard rockers wear socks like that. Hard rockers. Were they were trying rockers. to make them like these hard rockers, but they're just like two really normal looking white people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just because you throw a fucking comic book poster on the wall and wear a leather jacket like the rockers. Yeah. Got a little thing right here that was inked like a little thing. Yeah. Yeah. A pentagram. Oh, that's the sign of the devil. So, Rocky. He, uh,. He, he tries to keep one of his little socks there. He puts it in her drawer and he goes downstairs and like he's, you know, she's the daughter of the guy in the lights out prologue. We find out we see a picture on the desk. Okay. And it's a separate photo. It's weird because there's one with the son and the dad who got killed and the mom who's like, who's played by Maria Bello stepping off to like the side. It's a very oddly framed. And, uh, there's a separate photo of the daughter and, uh, I think the dad together. So, well, that's, that's her. She was that's her stepdad. No, so. there's a picture of her with the brother. Oh, okay, right, and he stepdad. is a stepdad. So, but that, I know what you're talking about because that picture was really awkward because there was a lot of space for another yeah. person, and I was like, what was someone photoshopped out of this picture of the three of them? <laughs> but it like, makes sense when you think about it now. Like, why would there be that extra space? Because right. creepy chick was with her. Yeah, actually, in retrospect. Uh, that's that seems very deliberate and very interesting. Now that you mention it, it was uh, it was a certain someone. There yeah. It is. Uh, 
Jer, you're a, you're a movie sleuth. I am. Uh, I don't watch too many of these horror films, but when <laughs> I do, I spot the details. Uh, <laughs> went deep. Um, so now we, uh, he, so he's leaving and she throws back the sock down and they have a cute exchange. She's like, I really, really like you. And like, I forget how she finishes that thought. Just, she likes him, but she's kind of, yeah, I you like know. you, but keep your fucking socks out of my house. Yeah. 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 Your crusty ass socks. And he's like walking away and he's going, I am a mind free. <laughs> <laughs> he just levitates away, actually. <laughs> Um, cut to the son who's in the picture. He's he's in bed at the house now. We're focusing on him. His name is Martin, and he. This is a really just disturbing on a different level. He gets up from bed and he hears some something going on in the house. He's gonna go check on his mom. Walks down the hallway, goes to a room. Doors open. He sees her and she's talking like he said on the phone to nobody. And like answering her, and I forget what she's saying, but having a conversation. Like a full-on conversation with nothing there. And like, not even a conversation, but like, kind of an argument. Like, like, what do you want me to do? Like, yeah. what the hell? <laughs> what am I supposed to do? Dude, you know I can't afford that. Like, he's trying to get him to to buy a boat or something. Dude, uh, my husband will kill me. That's what she's saying. <laughs> um. So uh, she says, did we wake you? She's not even, like, being subtle about it. You know, she's obviously got problems if she's yeah. open about it. And uh, Martin sees as he, like, just standing in the hallway, we get these little tastes, like, these nice little tastes to keep us going of horror, where we see a scary hand wrap around the doorway in the dark behind Mom, and he just runs, he bolts to his room. And uh, we're, fig- we're trying to... We're, Trying to get, I'm trying to get ahead of the plot, and I'm thinking all I can really figure out is maybe Mer- she has a relationship with an entity, the mom, uh, and I don't know how open the policy is or whatever around this household. But he runs back to his bed, <clears throat> and uh, the doorknob fiddles, the lights flicker, and I'm thinking, can this thing control the lights? I hope not. It has to have a weakness, right? It can't just always right, yeah. Turn off but, the lights. Yeah, like Madeline said earlier, though, it's inconsistent because even in the the prologue scene, there was the moment where the guy was in his office and he, despite the fact that everything else in the damn warehouse is off, he turns the lights on in, in his office and then, like, right before he's offed, like, they all go out lights at the same yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like... I don't know. What, maybe, what power does she have? Does she need mm-hmm. to charge up? Yeah, maybe it's like Freddy versus Jason, where like she has to collect enough uh, like soul power to 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 maybe shut off it. the lights, and then Let that like surges out. her power. Let me check it's out like, the Sandbergpedia here, the David yeah. F. Sandbergpedia here online. It says here that uh, this could take a long time here. I think we should go to commercial break. Okay, we don't have a sponsor this week, though, unfortunately. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, anyway, uh, I think it said uh, she can't. So anyway, <clears throat> moving on. Uh, that's all for now. He runs into the lights flicker. There's a school bell next day at school. Martin's at the nurse, and they're trying to get a hold of the mom, and she's a flake, so she's not answering, apparently. And... Uh, 
the cyst shows up with Chris Angel, who's a very supportive mind freak of a boy. Yeah, she's like, I don't like you, but I'm also going to bring you in on my family issues. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you can't stay the night at my apartment, but I'm going to throw up all this family (laughs) stuff on you. We are not together, but I am now your problem. That is how this is going. (laughs) And listen. Don't come to me with any of your family problems ever. I don't even want to know who your mom is. He's like, you have a brother? I didn't even know you had a brother. She's like, and yeah, you don't have to know. Brother. Now he's your problem. Else. <laughs> um, Just roll with it and learn things as they happen. Yeah. As, as the Adam Sandler film says, just go with it, right? Yeah. You're right. Just go with it. His, his, Which is basically what he was asking the entire American audience. Guys, just go with it at this point. <laughs> Look, I'm, I'm with Jennifer Aniston now. Just go with it. Who cares? Yeah, none of this movie oh. really makes sense, but just go with it. Just go with it. Like, come on. Uncut <laughs> gems, just go with it. Just go with it. Always. Every time. Maybe. Um, I just watched that movie this week, Uncut Gems, actually. I'm waiting, I'm waiting for the BuzzFeed article that's like, you know, like... Twitter is freaking out that fucking just go with it is now on Netflix. <laughs> it is. And you yeah. know what? They're not. It is. Um, but you know what? I've been watching his Golden Years movies and uh, Wedding Singer, obviously, I think is his best. I think Happy Gilmore. Oh, but, yeah. Happy Gilmore is usually yeah. my favorite. I, I turned out a click. That's all I'll say. Still not seen it. No. Click is solid. I think I, I've heard I, good things. I'm a click advocate. It's the last good movie that he made, in all honesty. I feel. Yeah. But last good comedy he made, because I, I like his dramatic work. Yeah, I think, yeah, last, let's be uh, comedy, for sure. Um, not, not a fan of Jack and Jill? Uh, you know, <laughs> surprisingly, <laughs> the Pacino stuff. Uh, <laughs> pretty, funny. That's like the good. only reason I watch it, but it's, I love, it's not good. It's one of my favorite Rotten Tomato. You know they give the blurbs on the movies. Yeah. They this one they're like, but despite Pacino's commitment to this movie, it still <laughs> doesn't fa- like he. So he's really like he's into it, into Jack and Jill. So, you know, everybody took note of that. They liked that. Uh, so, the sis shows with Chris Angel, mind freak. Her, her name's Rebecca. His name's Chris Angel. And suddenly, I have to write this down. You, old me would not have written this down, but new me, who's watched over a hundred of these, writes down Emma, child services lady, immediately as soon as she introduces herself, because I know she's coming back, right? Like yeah. sometimes they don't. Like they're just kind of, all right, I'm leaving. I'll never come back. But I know th- that Emma's coming back. Yeah. So she introduces herself. She asks about Martin sleeping. Asks how mom is. Uh, she's on antidepressants. Rebecca snaps back, you know, if that's what you're asking. And uh, I was like, yeah, well, Martin fell asleep in a homeroom third time this week. And, uh, you know, she goes to talk to her brother. Have you guys ever fallen asleep in school? In school? No. Yeah. I you know. have? In college, definitely. <laughs> I don't know if I ever did in, in high school or grade school. I'd probably be too afraid. Yeah. But in college, yeah. <laughs> I fell asleep at a job one time, <laughs> which was a little bit worse. And you were operating a crane. 
No, you know what it was actually. Now that I remember it, I was working at Blockbuster. It was overnight, and the carpets were being cleaned, so somebody had to be in the store while they did the work. And they and I was just you. I was just in the back office, like I was playing my <laughs> Nintendo DS, which I had just gotten at the time. And then, uh, the big yeah, one. The I big fell asleep. Gray one. No, it was, it was like the the white one. Oh, then I fell asleep, and when I woke up, the carpet guy was gone, and I'm like, how long ago did he leave? Like, how long have I been asleep? It's been a hundred years. And why are all the copies of Sens- the Sensitel with Michael Douglas gone? Like, who stole our copies of Crash? <laughs> we, we busted a guy who was in our returns box getting games once, and we had to go to court. And he didn't show up, so they had a warrant out for him. That was fun working at Blockbuster. Hey, Madeline, what's your Blockbuster story? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, there's so many. There's so many. Right? Um, you didn't work at a Blockbuster. No, I did not. Uh-oh. Neil did. I've been to Blockbuster. Why can't you be more like Neil? <laughs> <laughs> was, Neil was on last week, right? Yeah. I haven't listened to it yet, but I will. Oh, uh, it's 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 the best. Was <laughs> that the first time he's been on? Yeah. Yes. Cool. Yeah. So far. No, it was a good episode. I had a lot of fun on that one. Um, and I'm having fun now, guys. So. <laughs> thanks for thanks for that. <laughs> I just want to let you know you were all doing a great job. You know so when fun. you when you offer that information up unsolicited, it real really feels genuine. <laughs> That's your problem, not mine. Like how you react to what I say is like your problem. So, like, um, Martin fell asleep third time this week. She talks to him. She pulls him aside. She's like, "Where's mom?" And like, cut away. And he's like, "This is why you left, isn't it, Martin?" To Rebecca, and he's like, "He doesn't want to go home. Like he knows why Rebecca has like basically ran away. Uh, it's the first chance she got." It's because, like, it's scary over there, and mom's kind of crazy. And uh, she says to Emma, the child, so she, he'll be fine. She just kind of brushes it off. And uh, Martin suggests uh, he stay with her, the brother. And uh, Chris Angel's like, good luck with that, buddy. I've been trying to stay there for, for two weeks now, man. Fucking two weeks. He's like, great, now I know that you're sleeping with my sister. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wouldn't say sleeping, right, buddy? Yes, I'm not. Right? Bro. <laughs> he tosses his hair off to the side. <laughs> Walks up a wall. Chris is denied. Chris Angel's denied meeting Maria Bello, the mom. So when they get to the house, he's left in the car. And uh, Martin says, as they're walking up, someone keeps coming over. Diana. And uh, I'm really hoping this is the last of this, and it is, thankfully. And what I mean by this is there's so many of this in the movie, these PG-13 ghost movies where the kid is like, he told me I shouldn't tell you about him. Who? And then the kid just, like, walks away, and you have to wait 20 more fucking minutes of screen time for them to, like, give you more clues. Yeah. I hate that. Like, dude... Don't fucking cock tease us with the information that you've got in your head. Like fucking tell us. <laughs> exactly. What we, like it, yeah. that's like that's like him being like, I know a secret about you, but I can't tell you. Like <laughs> fuck you, kid. <laughs> you know what? You're going hungry tonight. You're going yeah. hungry. Um. <laughs> so, uh, they're walking up, and uh, yeah, apparently Diana, and and this like triggers like Rebecca. She's like, Diana, oh. What did you say? And uh, 
Because apparently she had never heard the name Diana since she left home. You mean Princess Diana? Yeah. Right. Or, like, I guess also with that, if she knew that this thing was out there, like, it wouldn't just be like, oh, mom's off her meds. It'd be like, oh, mom's off her meds, and there's also this crazy entity that tortured (laughs) me as a child and now could be torturing you. Like, what is the real problem going on in your household? I mean, it's all in the end connected, but like, mom's talking, you got, pick one. I think Diana's probably the more important one, uh, I think, so. And also, is it ever made clear how much time has passed since the father died in that prologue? Because like, we come, like, we go to that family immediately after the prologue, and it's like, well, is this the next day or has a year passed? Like, I, I have no idea how much time yeah. has passed, but they don't seem to be grieving over this father at all. I know, but they told me not to tell you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, kid. <laughs> it must have been, like, a decent amount of time. Like, maybe a couple of months? But, like, and and at some point, the Maria Bello is, like, you know, like, he was very important to us. Like, as if it had just recently happened, but, like, this kid doesn't seem to really be affected by the fact that his, like, dad is dead. Mm-hmm. Right, or wouldn't they be like sensitive to that at school, where they're like, "Oh, he's falling asleep in class. Like, we're gonna call like, child services." It's like, well, his dad just died, so he might be going like, through something. Yeah. yeah, maybe give him an A for the semester and let him stay home. Yeah, that's it. Like dead man on campus. You could, your roommate dies. Yeah. You get A's. That's the premise of that movie. All semester, baby. Dead man on campus. Um. So anyway, that apparently. The same the same thing happened to Rebecca as a kid in her dreams. She had dreams of Diana, apparently. Um, and the mom, so the mom answers the door, Maria Bello. And she, she says uh, she won't go to a stranger, a therapist, for her problems. She's too proud, I guess. So she's uh, off her meds. But Rebecca. she has medication, so she went to somebody at some point. Very good point. Yeah. No, scored him off a hobo. Yeah. So, he knew my exact problem and exactly what to take. He was a former <laughs> pharmacist. <laughs> okay, you don't want to take these with alcohol, man. It's just going to fuck you up, man. So Steve Mnuchin is the pharmacist. Sounds like it. You don't want to take this will fuck you up, man. Don't take too many at once. Don't want any of this shit. I offer this to Donnie every single day, and he's fine. <laughs> Uh, that was a deleted scene on the Blu-ray. Yeah. It was the post-credits scene. <laughs> <laughs> this shit'll fuck you up, man. Lights out too. So, uh, we cut to okay. She's off her meds. Rebecca can see it. She asks, "Are you off her meds?" And we're doing a cross-cutting thing, so she doesn't answer right away. We cut away. Dramatic tension, and we cut to Martin packing a bag in his room. There's a we get a little scary beat here. The door slams as he's walking by another door, and it's one of those glass panes where it's thick glass, and you can kind of make out the silhouettes of the figures through it, and it's in the dark, so when the door slams, we get that figure again of that scary, I guess, Diana in the door. That was pretty good. Uh, that, that, was, that was a decent moment. Yeah. It got me. I yeah, the, the, um, the peppering in of Diana is is good i like it it's it's effective it's minimalist but it like it works mm-hmm. 
And and I want to know, I'm getting a little ahead, but like the experimental therapy that they use that was ultimately kind of like her her making. I want to know more about that. Maybe they'll get Agreed. into that with lights out the beginning or something. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that I can see that. actually. Yeah. Do we need that, though? I, no. I don't. But yeah, like I don't need it. I don't. I didn't even need it in this movie, though. I don't like I don't care that there's like like a ghost is enough for me. Why does it have to be like some girl who had an experiment done on her? Like, I just think it was like weird. Like, it's just kind of like a throwaway line. Like, it was just some kind of experiment. Don't worry about it. It was experimental. Yeah. But like like, trying to be different by making it like tied in with the mom's mental illness, because it could have just been. I've had a ghost that's haunted me since I was a kid. That's like every like paranormal activity. I think that's like the kind of storyline there. Like that's yeah. these demons follow me around. Like that could have just that could have just been it. You're right. Yeah, they make it part of like Maria Bello's backstory, and uh, the, an argument breaks up between her and Rebecca in this scene, and uh, she cries as as she's leaving. She's like, "I'm taking Martin for a few days. I'm going to give you some time to kind of chill out, clear your head, so to speak." And uh, leave. She leaves. She's hysterical. She begs for Martin to stay. I don't and, think she uh, should be left alone. Like, yeah, I'm like, yeah. this woman is clearly having like a breakdown of some kind, and you're just like, my mom, figure it out on your own. Peace. That seems really sad. Part of me, part of me thought she was going to kill herself off screen, and she was going to exit the movie that way, kind of uh, unceremoniously, and then we were going to have to deal with that effect somehow, but. No, because it's, it's too rich of her backstory connected right. with Diana, right? We, we can't waste Maria Bello this early. <laughs> Perfectly good Bello. She was good. Yeah, she I like good. her. Um, so at the apartment now, Chris Angel asks if she's uh, doing it to help him or hurt her. Mm-hmm. 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 And Rebecca's like, mm-hmm. you don't know fucking shit about my family or me. Because I won't allow this information yeah. to come out, so shut the fuck up. Yeah. Yeah, but what's behind your ear? Or do you <laughs> even have an ear? Um, she tells him to go because that's her move. That's her card, you know. She likes to throw that down. At yeah, night. we need to. We, we will need to like assess the full abandonment issues subtext of this yeah. of this whole movie when we get to the end because like that's all this movie is is about that's abandonment true. issues that's yeah. r- that's true at night the if for the seinfeld fans the kenny rogers roaster sign that's above uh, across the street <laughs> <apartment> <laughs> keeps lighting up her apartment and uh and now and at this point i'm questioning did she strategically <laughs> choose this home because like this light consistently comes on so like right. she has this safety do, like did she seek out this apartment for the safety net of the kenny rogers roaster son <laughs> or are they just trying to make this character seem tough by having her live above a tattoo parlor right a tattoo because parlor. they really want to make this character tough but yeah. she's not tough at all <laughs> no she lives a j- tough adjacent is what she yeah. is but or i will my third option is could it be just the convenience of being located to quality chicken and side dishes? Yeah. That's probably it. <laughs> I think so. Um, well, see, it's Hollywood and she's a woman, so the way to make her tough is by not wanting to be around people. Yeah. And and, right. and that's 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 all they can really come up with. They can't give her anything else except no, posters on the wall and a and a lone bong, and that yeah. makes her a <laughs> bad girl. <laughs> Leather jacket, dark eyeshadow. 
something with a beautiful pink. blonde woman. Well, does she have posters on her wall? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> she's oh. she's a badass. <laughs> it's kind of like not another teen movie. Like, oh, a ponytail yeah. and glasses. <laughs> like that. <laughs> Um, that was Chris Evans' finest role. <laughs> I just watched it. He's, I'm not even being a smartass. I, I would I would agree with it. I love it. Oh, that really? So no. Cap. Cap. It's so specific. Particularly yeah. old Cap. Well, Sonny, it's time to give you your shield, Sonny. Dude, <laughs> one of those lives you talked about. <laughs> <laughs> um, I still cried. Fuck it. I don't care. Oh, yeah. It's amazing. Buckets. And I cried during this with the Kenny Rogers Roasters sign because it kept illuminating Rebecca's room. And these tearing noises that I kept hearing were very disturbing. And that's She's like, Mr. Marbles? <laughs> <laughs> that's when she has a run-in with none oh other God. than Diana. And she turns... She screw Like... The lights are off. She can't control one of them or something, but she can make her way across the room just in time as Diana lunges at her to t- flip it on, and then she disintegrates because that's the rules. You turn on the lights, she's gone. It seemed like whatever you talked about, the disturbing noise of whatever she was doing, it sounded like she was like tearing up carpet. Like yeah. when you tear, like, and there's like, it makes like a ripping sound. Yeah. That's, that is what I thought she was doing. It would be funny if they just hand over and it was just a cat just kind of <laughs> scratching up the floorboards it's that teaser that teaser scare that they do sometimes it's always a cat too like what would be the play for that what would be the funny twist is like they the cat hits the piano the jump scare but then like the cat just starts mauling them like i don't know, <laughs> I don't know. um cat starts playing the piano <laughs> that's haunting and adorable. that would be haunting and uh, now Martin is, she goes to the bathroom, and we think it's going to be a scary beat. We think Diana's in there, and it's Martin. He's asleep in there with the flashlight that he has. And uh, she, uh, Emma shows up the next day at Rebecca's door. And, like, without even saying hi, she goes, did you take Martin? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, she's like, I knew I shouldn't have let you leave with the boy earlier in the day. That was yeah. a mistake on my part. I should have seen this coming. <laughs> Not doing my job very well. Mm. yeah and uh so uh, emma tells her to take her to court and here's the funny thing about emma she's like oh oh you want to she's like i you know your mom called and she was lucid by the way i made it a point of going there to see if she was drunk or not and uh so and she's like also if you want custody of martin why don't you take her to court but also like the court fees are going to be exorbitant uh so and so so and so the odds are against you like who's basically saying look don't try to help your brother here yeah she's terrible you're not your mom is crazy but you have a bong and posters on your wall (laughs) and you live above a tattoo parlor i'm sorry covered overalls you like dc comics oh no 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 this is not (laughs) fit for a child yeah you probably read spawn too Ugh. I saw a Lobo poster on her wall. She's not fit to oh. be a mother. Who's Lobo? <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Um, she sees, yeah, those posters. And, uh-oh, a bong. And uh, Martin is just taken away. And, in 2016, uh, in California, which, by the way, there was already yeah. legal medical weed. So, like, she, can't ma- she shouldn't yeah. be passing a judgment that much. 
she should be passing the joints. Yeah, she could have been like, I have a medical card. Boom. She's like, let's get high before we go pick up your brother. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, uh, at night, wait, no, I'm sorry. Uh, okay, she sees uh, scratches on the floor. Okay, yeah, it's the daytime. Remember those those scratches earlier? The carpet tearing noises. She looks under the carpet and she sees something carved in the floor. It's a D. Oh, I wonder, I wonder what the rest of it is. It's a name. It's Diana, and it's got a little stick drawing. It kind of looks like Blair Witch. <laughs> it's like crude, and there it is. Oh. I- it took me a minute because when I first saw it, like until they showed like the drawing later with it, I thought it was a question mark. So I was like, is she asking like Diana? <laughs> <laughs> me? <laughs> <laughs> have you guys, my favorite show is, uh, have you guys seen Zoe Deschanel in New Girl? <laughs> you ever watched that? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's a good so, yeah. Well, actually, I know. I've seen a few, and I, I, it's pretty funny. I was just like, New Girl's the first one that comes to mind. Uh, there's a flashback to her as a little girl in a room at night, and now we get to see her old trauma that she's stored away in her head. And uh, she's, uh, she finds a drawing in her closet of Diana, and it's kind of like a black, crudely painted over her daddy in the drawing. So that's kind of like symbolic there, like pretty on the nose. And uh, we cut to now. And, and at this point, I'm like, okay, so does anyone else doubt that Diana killed their father? Because they're, they're kind of like, he left. Like, wh- what right. do you mean he left? Like, at this point, yeah. you should know. Oh, she c- clearly crossed him out of the picture with charcoal <laughs> here. Yeah, yeah, and now the second husband is dead. So can't you oh. kind of connect those dots pretty easily? I thought yeah. they were annoyed by my mom. Men. Hey, Mrs. Drew Peterson, I'm starting to sense a pattern here. Yeah. Sorry. Too soon. Um, Chris confronts her. And I was like, I kind of, I hate to do this and toot my own horn a little bit. But I was like, all right, this is going to be the part where where Chris Angel goes, you know, you've been acting really messed up towards me lately with your distance. (laughs) (laughs) And it happens here. And like he's instantly, he's a nice guy about it. like he's he's ultimately a pretty nice character because he says you should apologize to Martin, and she's like okay, get, um, go away. That's my response <laughs> to everything. And also he's like, who's Diana? Because like this name I've been hearing it a lot, and it's like what the fuck, you know? So there's some other I, girl in the picture. Are you are you seeing some girl? Are you bi? <laughs> and uh, are you are you a mind freak? stop messing with my mind (laughs) they uh show up at the house and uh mom's not there and i guess not because chris angel's assigned to look out for her and martin's not there either and uh, rebecca checks around and uh this is the part you need this in almost every horror movie like this where they go and find a file cabinet with newspaper clippings of like incidents that occurred that gives you the whole story yeah like yeah. can you just find this on the internet <laughs> a microfilm at the library Google? yeah like, yeah it's yeah. usually <laughs> you gotta do that some outdated shit that's yeah like in uh, the ring she does that 
I want to see uh, the realistic version where like we got now we got to fucking wait two months because of quarantine to find this micro so look on the micro <laughs> the library. She would literally just pull out her phone and start Googling it right there. She wouldn't need to like even go there. to her mom's house. She needs That's the true. microfilm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. She needs the brown and tattered sketch. Yeah. Well, I guess they are like files from a uh, hospital. So those you probably couldn't just Google or you shouldn't be able to just yeah. Google that. My hospital file. And yeah. <laughs> um, they show up at the house. Oh, yeah, they're already there. She sees the photo. And it's an old photo of a little blonde girl and, like, a, a, the ring girl. Like, a shadowy ring girl with an umbrella. <laughs> yeah. And it says on the back, ring girl. And so, no, it says, <laughs> Sophie and Diana, Mulberry Hill, California. We saw that earlier with the stepdad's file. He was looking into it. Well, I was like, wait, who's Sophie? Because I don't know if they ever said the mom's name. So I was like, wait a minute, who is Sophie? Sophie. Yeah. It'd be funny if Rebecca was like, who the fuck is Sophie? She <laughs> Why do you have some other girl's name. medical file in your attic? Yeah, why do you have pictures of Diana and Sophie? Who are these girls? Oh. Maybe she's haunting you because she just wants her file back. <laughs> yeah. You ever think of that, Mom? It's important to her. Uh, so she goes through, and uh, Jerry, were you getting some Arkham file vibes when she plays the tapes? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's like actual like, like patient clinical. interview number three. Yeah, <laughs> it's like you collect this during Arkham Asylum when you're yeah. playing the game. Yeah, Warden Sharp is on the other end of that tape. <laughs> and apparently, she has extreme sensitivity to light, history of violence, and she's obsessed with a young girl at the ward. This Diana. Oh, and uh, says uh, she says keep the lights out in like this creepy voice that he's interviewing so, her during. So that somebody said, okay, we're going to take the voice from the exorcist, the look of the ring girl, and the concept of the weeping angels, and we got a movie! Pretty much. You got, you just got sandberged. Uh, <laughs> apparently, there's some You just light- got David Eft. <laughs> David Eft in the sandberg. Yeah. Uh, there's light therapy. Oh, one of the headlines is found. Light therapy claims the life of patient. I wonder if this is Diana. And uh, there's audio. And it's the audio of that experiment. And you hear like what sounds like extreme electrocution, if I had to guess. Maybe she's being shocked or heated at extreme temperatures. Yeah, or like was she being like, like I thought it was like maybe like a, like, you know how sometimes powerful like lamps, like. Mm-hmm. Like overhead, like in like certain like industrial lights, like mm-hmm. it almost seemed like it could like it was a really high intensity mm-hmm. light. Yeah. I don't know. That would make sense, to, like, because she has like this severe sensitivity to it. So I think they're probably all they're doing is just blasting light on her, and that killed her apparently. Uh, yeah, so, up or something. I, I'm like, I'm sorry, light therapy? Like, yeah. is this code for just like yeah, electrocution? And they're like, well, it was light therapy. Even Chris I saw Angel's some lights. like, that's yeah, weird. Was it, I don't know. Did it give a year on when that was happening? Because, like, mm. like, more modern times. Like, it would have been, like, the 80s yeah. or something. Yeah, like, at the late 70s at the earliest. This like, might have been some MK Ultra stuff that was going on. Uh, light therapy and acid. Uh, 
So Diana is behind Chris Angel as he's walking around the house, keeping a lookout for mom. We see this, and I'm thinking, I'm like, he's dead. He's a dead man walking. I like, assumed he's... this whole movie he was dying. For yeah, sure. me too. All he's... the other men were dying, so I thought, well, he's getting like die. actually dying. Like he had cancer. Like we just didn't know it, and he reveals it in the third act. Uh, no. That's the twist. Yeah, that's the twist. I thought uh, it was just going to be a thing that guys with certain length of hair were all doomed. Because, like, it's all the long-haired that are... They're, that, that John Hawks want to be in the prologue with the shagginess and yeah. uh, Chris, Angel, Chris Angel Scott Stapp. Yes. Can, can you take me higher to a place where lights are out? <laughs> Uh, so we think Chris is gonna die because Diana walks behind him, and then we find a drawing that drawing again with Diana on it. She like comes revisiting the house, so she finds that old drawing again. The memories are real. All of it happened, and the door shuts her in, and uh, shit's about and, to happen. And that's where things get kind of confusing because it's like, at what point did she forget about Diana, and at what point did like it's weird that like. She was triggered almost so late in yeah. the process. Like you'd think that something else would have triggered her sooner than right. like hearing or like it was. It was like the stick figure drawing that almost was the thing that triggered her. Mm-hmm. It's, but it's, like, did she like block this memory out somehow? And really, yeah. like how? Like this couldn't have been more than like t- 10, 15 years ago. Like, and granted, that's a long time. But like, yeah. how much have you forgotten in fifteen years? It's almost like she. She completely blocked it, and then she's like, her brother tries to tell her, like, hey, Diana, you remember Diana? And then she's like, no, that's a dream that I had, too, but I'm not going to yeah. think anything about that. That's not weird at all. Right. <laughs> uh, I think the solution probably would have been, and, I, and I'm conflicted because I would have not liked this because I've seen too many of these movies open this way. It would have been the flashback of young, uh, I think, Rebecca dealing with Diana. And then you kind of get that. You can call back to it later on in the movie. Right. Instead, they do it with the, the guy with the, the hair. And I'm kind of glad they did because it's different. I don't want to see that flashback with the kid being endangered again. But no death, no casualty or anything. It's not for me. But uh, so she's fighting. She's like attacking Rebecca. And, and we now we get that dialogue again from uh, from Diana. She says, like, stay away, Rebecca. I won't be sent away again. Like, your mother sucks <laughs> cocks in hell. <laughs> I want to put my sock in your drawer. Uh, and she grabs she grabs something, and uh, I think Chris Angel's like, what is it? She goes, it's the proof. And they leave. They run out, and Martin and the mom show up at the home with their groceries. I guess they hoofed it there, which is very yeah. healthy. Uh, and, and Maria's like, I think we should have a movie night. I think a little personal time is what we need. And we're like, oh, cool. She's starting to get normal. And she's all three of us. Oh, cool. <laughs> Martin's like, he looks right at the camera and he goes, lights out. Right, guys? <laughs> and we're like, yeah. And then you, it was interesting because in my copy, I got to choose what happened next. <laughs> so I went with the funny route with Daniel Radcliffe. And oh. other things. Yeah. I actually didn't watch that. Did you? I did. No. Was it good? It was fun. Like, it was kind of funny for what it was. Mm-hmm. Like, if you like if you like the show enough, it's yeah. entertaining enough. 
I didn't like, I know that there's like all these hidden things and all the different ways they go. I just kind of did it straightforward. And I was like, yeah. oh, okay, that was entertaining. Cause like, I think this is what it was supposed to be. Mm-hmm. You did but, it the boring way. Right. Now the I'm like, oh, I should go back. Way. I don't really have the energy to go back and watch it again and do it all again. But I am curious yeah. to see like what else would happen. I will live tweet the the exciting way when okay. I get my Twitter back, which will uh, be never. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, I, I'm sorry. Just before we recorded this, I watched the first episode of Space Force on Netflix Yeah. with Steve Carell. It Funny. is a, aggressively unfunny. Oh. <laughs> I didn't think the trailer looked very good. It's bad. It's really bad. It's I, Honestly, I heard... Steve Carell and Greg Daniels and I thought this is doomed from the start. Nobody really? is going to nobody's going to yeah. appreciate this to the level that they appreciate The Office. There's yeah. just no chance. It's like uh, when they did uh, Running Wild, the Mitchell Hurwitz. Yeah, exactly. With like, Will no. Yeah. yeah. Like just because you have the right ingredients doesn't mean you're going to make a delicious <laughs> dish. You know, it's yeah. like lightning in a bottle. Yeah, I was I was taken aback at how uh, like I kept making cracks the whole time. Like this is really funny, isn't it? Like laughs a laugh a second. Like, That's how I felt just... about the Ghostbusters reboot. I was like, I have no problem with everything they're doing in this oh. movie and all of their fan service. The mm-hmm. biggest problem with the movie is there's nothing funny about it for me. Yeah, and, like, like they literally had like all the right elements. Mm-hmm. Like it's the same. Like did you see the Vacation reboot where they no. like, it was Ed Helms? And was rusty again. All like it was like the perfect cast, but it yeah. was not good. It was just so stupid. Yeah. And it's just it's a shame when that happens because mm-hmm. it could have been so much better. Same with I, Ghostbusters. Yeah, you know I didn't watch Ghostbusters. Now I'm hearing about a four-hour-plus cut that they're talking about, which I feel is only must only be talked about ironically. Like I, I cannot imagine that he's seriously like, Oh cool. Like maybe I can get my extended four hour, even less funny cut of uh, Ghostbusters. Yeah. I don't know. I know I have no comment, but, uh, fuck it. yeah, fuck it. Um, he, uh, okay. So movie night mom says so they're watching the movie and like this is not like a kid's movie what is this this is like a looks like it's an audrey something in Hepburn. the fucking warner brothers catalog that's it what it is it was definitely like, like an old movie yeah like an old yeah like what why would a little boy want to watch <laughs> i was waiting i literally waiting for the line for him to be like mom this movie's boring like <laughs> at least be realistic in that like if you want to have a warner brothers movie that this kid might like just throw fucking throw a harry potter movie on the tv like it's 2016 those movies already yeah. existed for a while i know and like they yeah. th- what they were going for is there's like a line it's like a context of somewhat context appropriate line in the movie where they talk about lights like just get like them doing a light spell in harry potter there you go oh, yeah fuck yeah. that <laughs> and it's like it's not like they're they're shy about throwing Warner Brothers shit in there because there's some yeah. very clear shots of like, hey, look, a Justice League poster, guys. He's a boy and he likes Justice League. Justice League is coming out later this year. <laughs> that's what that's what got Sandberg the gig for Shazam. That just that poster. Ooh, ooh. David, uh, David, we saw what you did with Lights Out. I just want you, you to know <laughs> we're aware and we're thinking about you, sir. We get it. We saw the poster. Uh, I've got one for you. Shazam! <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know who that is. What? You mean you mean Captain Marvel? <laughs> no. Yeah, that's right. Um, so mom says she misses dad and says Rebecca acts strong, but she abandoned us. 
and yeah, what's that theme of abandonment that yeah. Yeah. mom keeps leveraging? At and, this uh, point, you're like, oh, I wonder what her big problem is. Like, what her, what's her underlying issue, this mother? Oh, man. I need a therapist to analyze her. Sometimes... <laughs> a stranger. The kid... Yeah. Some stranger? Uh, Martin says to mom, sometimes the strongest thing is to face your fears. That's what I'm doing. I was like, that right on, kid. You're no... Uh, you're no so Jacob point, Tremblay, but you're a, you're a, you're all right as an yeah, actor. Yeah, he wasn't bad. He yeah. was actually like pretty good for a kid in a movie. Yeah, he's not he bad. He wasn't like a creepy kid. I actually like that a lot too because so many of these kind of movies are like the kid is so creepy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's he pretty was... normal. Yeah. I'm so sick of creepy kids. Right? Done yeah. with creepy kids. That was Two of them upstairs right now, and I'm like, <laughs> done with them. I'm Stop being so creepy. No, here's my Who question. Who raised you to be this creepy? <laughs> <laughs> this kid talks about, he's like, okay, I'm going to face my fears. How come at no point does any of these people are like, hey, Diana, can we maybe like talk about this? Because like, I don't mind sharing my mom if you don't try to terrorize me in yeah. the middle of the night, you know, like, yeah, like face your you fears right then. Chill. And in, I have to, and I was kind of, I guess I need a clarification. Is Diana's endgame just to snuff out the whole family so she has the mom all to herself? Is That's that what it seems like? I think so. Okay. Eh, all right. <laughs> so try reasoning with her. It's just like in BVS, man. Just fly up in the air and be like, hey, man, let's talk. Steven Mnuchin would be proud, Jer. Yeah. <laughs> I, th- yeah I don't know if he produced it, actually. Um, mom turns off the lights. Martin panics. She tells him about Diana. We finally get the story about Diana. She finally came back. And uh, I left her so many years as long as I keep my... Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm a little... Yeah, the mom tells her about Diana. I left her for so many years as long as I keep my head clear and you turn off the lights. And that's when we cue uh, Diana. We have a run in here. And the lights go back on and she's thwarted temporarily. And uh, Chris Angel's like, to Rebecca. So your mom was in a mental institution, huh? Cool. Well, he doesn't like, say that. Fuck but like... you. Yeah, leave. It's like, I don't want you around, but again, this is very deep family issues that I'm going to discuss with you. I'm comfortable with that. You just can't keep a sock at my apartment. Yeah, but check out this deck of cards here. All right. <laughs> Think of one. Think of five. Think of seven. Um... Rebecca doesn't get to tell Chris who Diana is. Martin shows at the door, uh, kind of interrupts, and he says, she's getting worse. Oh. So Chris is sent off to the, Chris Angel sent off to the store to get some, some food. I guess her fridge is barren. And uh, Martin says, Diana's real. She touched my hair. <laughs> Big deal for him. <laughs> she touched my beautiful hair. So exciting. And uh, I just brushed it. And Rebecca tells the story. Now we get, uh, once again, Martin's been getting this story. He's like, dude, I already got the story, but let's hear it from you. Rebecca goes on. He's like, okay, I'm going to tell you the story of Diana. Uh, She had a rare skin disorder, and she made father kill himself because she could get in people's minds like Enchantress from another great Stephen Mnuchin-produced film, (laughs) Suicide Squad. Not to be confused with the Suicide Squad coming soon to a theater maybe near you. <laughs> the dumbest change of a title ever. No, it's like the like I think to me it's Gunn saying 
no, no, no. This is the Suicide Squad, you know? Yeah, it's like the Fast and the Furious or just Fast and Furious. Yeah. Just like, like that. Fast? Question mark? Furious? Question mark? We got it is the ne- name of the next one. <laughs> I've never seen any of those movies. I have not either. Actually, like I think I saw the now. first one. Yeah, you do. You win a Steven Mnuchin gift set. <laughs> Just what I always wanted. Yeah, the picture of him <laughs> on every cover, photoshopped over the faces of all the characters. Just be careful, it'll fuck you up. This <laughs> kid, don't don't watch three of these. I'll need a very special display up. case for it. <laughs> Dude, I am so Mnuchin right now. That's a verb that I made up. It means tripping balls. <laughs> So, dad was doing research into uh, mom and Diana's past, and she was locked in a basement by her dad, apparently. I I guess that was her form of torture. And uh, she got in mom's head at the psych ward, made them think they were friends, and uh, she only comes around when mom's at her worst. And uh, I wonder, like... (sighs) I want to, like, this feels like an addiction movie with no substances. You know what I mean? Yeah. A little bit. It, well, it feels more, I, they didn't fully get into it, but it felt more just like a woman who's in an abusive relationship who can't get out of it. Like, they they kind of right. go for that element at, a little bit, but, like, they don't fully yeah. do that, you know? Like, it's, it's kind of there, but it's also kind of what you were saying. No, yeah, they don't lean into it, but the doctors, they tried experimental treatment. She died. How's she back? She's, I don't know. But the only connection I think is through mom. So we got to break it. So they get a knock on the door. They answer. And we think it might be in the apartment hallway. So they open it up, but it's all lit. And we still hear noises. So it's inside the apartment. And they turn around. And this is a pretty good scare. Because yeah. one fake out. Two fake outs. They go to the closet. Open the door. Look inside. Nothing. The two fake outs. Three, the kid gets grabbed from underneath the bed immediately by Diana. It's really effective. It's a good yeah, scare. Good. He gets dragged and... Um, uh, Getting dragged into the bed by something you can't see, that's scary. Yeah. I think that's pretty scary. <laughs> I think if you were to take a poll, scary. <laughs> America says scary. Uh all three, now they show up. It's like almost like a funny beat in a movie that doesn't really have too many funny beats. They're like immediately at the, the door and they're like, uh, we need to talk. And they don't say it like that, but we need to talk. Like there's something going on and we need to get the truth going here. So they uh, they all eat dinner together. And Rebecca, Which, again, yeah. this is one of those stupid movie things where like we need to talk, but let's first make a full meal, sit yeah. down, eat a little bit before we engage in conversation. <laughs> like, no. Don't make the fucking dinner. Just go right into the yeah. kitchen and you're 10 minutes into this conversation. Or you just you, you, you pick up a quick uh, crave case. It's, it's, yeah. it's fast. Just face your fears and discuss the problem. Don't make a dinner first. That's, that's what We're one of these. We're trying to face our fears here. That's think, what we need in one of these PG-13 horror movies. We need a moment like this where she's like, we need to talk. And the mom's like, I don't want to talk. And then she's like, I brought a crave case. And then she's like, okay, come on in. <laughs> a crave case. <laughs> they're stuffing their faces with white castles, sliders, as they're going over Diana's backstory. I'm into it. Yeah. Um, and it's product placement that you can support. 
I think we just made a few extra million dollars. Manooch. These sliders will fuck you up, though. Don't eat more than two or three at a time. (laughs) (laughs) They, uh, Rebecca asks about, she's like, so mom, what's up with Diane? It's like, what? It's like, uh, she's my friend. Shows her the photo. She's like, where'd you get that photo? And she's like, what's with the friend? She's like, I asked you first, where'd you get the photo? And Rebecca tells her, Diane is dead. She is dead. She's deader than dead. She is so dead. And the mom says, no, no, she's not. She's my friend. She's very much alive. How could you, how could you say this to me? And, uh. Yeah, that's pretty much. I I just looked at the script, and that's the actual dialogue. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. But like, wouldn't the mom be like, "Yeah, this thing is like fucking haunting me." Like, wouldn't yeah. she be like, "This isn't a person." Yeah. Like, I gotta I, be strong for my kids. I can't tell them about this ghost lady who is in my head. And um, she says, "You let a dead woman in our house. You let her stay here. She's dead." And and then let her move in. Yeah, and the mom's like, yeah, but you abandoned us, so there's that. And uh, so I won't do that to Diana ever. And uh, she's like, I had the room for rents. Somebody had to fill it. <laughs> and uh, she also denies the existence of ghosts. And uh, and Rebecca's like, then what is she? And uh, she's a living good. person, my friend. I don't understand why we're all confused about this. She's a human being. <laughs> she just has a scary shape and really long fingers and she can't be in the light and nobody sees her when it's daytime uh martin refuses to sleep over at rebecca's this time because he's taking matters into his own and he's staying for his mother because he cares about her and he knows it's not entirely her fault and uh and rebecca says it's not safe here and he says it's not safe anywhere and uh and uh, they safeguard the place with lots of bulbs and candles and flashlights. And then they don't do what I wanted this to be, which is, again, like Home Alone, where they're just like attacking the ghost, like with like in the end of Nightmare on Elm Street, where she's just like, no, I'm going to like suit yeah. up and I'm going to take on this entity myself. No, it's just like we're going to safeguard this place and not use any of this stuff. <laughs> no offensive yeah. Uh, yeah, measures whatsoever. No, it's like we need this montage that does nothing for us and yeah. the, like a candle like what is a candle gonna do like you're probably just gonna blow it out on accident <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, yeah totally like you don't uh, you can't not, run with a candle no don't you're grab a flashlight that you have to wind up grab some high-powered battery yeah. flashlights she gets the windy ones that go like a new year's eve noisemaker what do those and, do they run out of power and they turn yeah. off <sighs> what so, they should have had was i don't even know maybe a um a flamethrower she should have been carrying around yeah. a flamethrower and then just thrown a couple fire a couple fireballs off and and lit up the room yeah i, I thought in my this, version what <laughs> in yeah. your version when i remake this movie i thought you just said in my opinion like <laughs> is that a new word in my version in my opinion i think this is a good movie uh <laughs> So, um, Rebecca asked Chris this time to stay, and he's like, okay. All right, our arc is complete. (laughs) Yeah, that was the time I was like, oh, he's dead. He will die now, because 
she's like, oh, you can you can stay over the night. We, you know, remember that? This is the callback to the beginning of the movie yeah. when we had a cute moment. What if he took off his sock right then and there and he dangled it in front of them and they just kissed while they held the sock together? Oh. That's because it's symbolic. My next question be was like, what are they going to do with that sock later? <laughs> <laughs> That's going uh, in places that it doesn't belong. Lights out. So. Yeah. For the sock. For the sock. Yeah. For for the sock. Rebecca asks, yeah, he stays, he accepts, and she's like, you must think we're crazy. He's all like, you can be this way around me. It's fine. I'm not going anywhere. I'm not worried about your psychotic family, and as long as you tell me a little bit about them, it's fine. (laughs) Yeah, and like, maybe there's a ghost in this house. Like, he kind of accepts whatever the situation is pretty easily you can have a ghost around me it's fine (laughs) the band's not doing so great so i'm fine with this i'm just gonna ride your coattails for a while can you take me higher (laughs) uh she gives him and this is she gives him a drawer she says, you know what? You've just been bumped up. You've been promoted to drawer, buddy. What do you think about that? Sock drawer. You get a it's whole like All I wanted was drawer. one sock. Yeah. Yeah, whoa, 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 like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait a minute. A whole drawer? Now this is moving way too fast. Yeah, yeah. Listen, uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. This is... No, no, no. Pump the brakes, kid. But I'm like... I write in my notes, what is this, friends? This seems like a 90s thing. I'm giving you a drawer. In my like, yeah, is that? I don't know if that's something that still exists. I don't know either, because what happens with me is, I first day, first date, I give him a key to my place. <laughs> I say, see you when I see you. Hopefully later, and I don't. I, we don't even have the date. I just give him the key. See, I I and used to do the opposite. You've been robbed many times. Yeah. <laughs> I would I would immediately take them to meet both of my parents. I would say these are our future plans and what I have. Uh, I'm going nowhere with this. Oh, <laughs> I was waiting. No, I was going nowhere. The laugh Sounds was like supposed to arrive thing. already. <laughs> oh. So Rebecca knocks on the mom's door to tell her they're staying. Hey, how do you like that, mom? Mom opens the door. She's relieved they're staying. She asks if we could start over tomorrow morning. And you think like, okay, this is going to be good. And she's like, okay, so good night. And she slips her like a little piece of paper. And just as she's doing that, we see, excuse me, behind her, <laughs> a hand. She like pulling her back slightly into the room. That it's was creepy. creepy. Yes, yeah, very was creepy. creepy. And the note says, I need help. Not help me, but I need help. I need it. So uh, Rebecca checks the. Which she goes, I, you know what? Like, I. I've been hearing that phrase so often, and it like the it means so little to me now because everything Jack needs. No, I need it. <laughs> I need a chocolate egg. Like, no, you don't need a chocolate egg. I need I, it. I will Aww. die, Dad. You do not understand. Do you think this is an option? <laughs> I need the chocolate egg. It's like Jason Statham and Crank. I need a chocolate egg. <laughs> Quick. <laughs> Somebody give me a Cadbury. So... Rebecca checks the bathroom trash for pills. She's gonna pill up her mom. She's gonna get a slingshot like Dennis the Menace, and she's gonna she's gonna shoot it into her mom's mouth. And the light flickers, and she exits. She's like, "This is getting too real in here." And uh, Martin's in bed. Rebecca joins him, and uh, 
they're laying at the calm before the storm because all the power goes out, gets cut out of the house. And I thought, I thought, I thought, I thought, I thought all the power was going to be cut out by the mob, like the human element, not Diana. Mm. Is oh, gonna, yeah. She's going to be like the Amityville horror, like beacon of the evil, the possessed body in this third act. And that's not what happened. I guess Diana cut the power. Of the how, I, yeah, she cut the power. That's what the inconsistency. Did she like? Does she have this power? And when can she right. use it? How long does she have it? When? How long is the recharge? My question, and I'm you. You're making me. I'm realizing things. Is what's the point of getting in somebody's head if you're not going to use them to do your bidding? All she does it. She gets in the dad's head, makes him off himself, and now she's in, she's in the mom's head just to be friends with her. Like you could probably, if you wanted to squeeze a little more juice, so to speak, you could have the mom do some evil things in this movie to her yeah. kids, and it'd be like a proxy for Diana. But that they don't do that in this movie. Yeah. That's yeah. But um. Uh, the power gets cut. Ah, Rebecca gets her flashlight, her big cranky car, uh, her Bolex 16 millimeter film camera. <laughs> yeah, I was just saying, it's like an old film camera. It's is there anything more creepy than this? Yeah. <laughs> You're pretending to film somebody. And you know what's crazier is the I'm fact that we my hand, guys. We still use that motion when playing charades to right. indicate a film. That's still a movie. A film. Like yeah. because what would it be now? It's just like. Looking at your phone. You know, like, right. It just, oh, it's a movie. It'd just yeah. be standing still. Um, or, you know what it looks like to me is holding a jack of the box really close to your forehead. <laughs> like, and cranking it. Another very creepy thing is jack in the box. You should make a whole the movie about toy. that. My, uh, my mother-in-law wanted to start this tradition of buying Jack, Jack in the boxes, like as like a, like a thing that she could collect for him. And yeah. literally by the second or third one, we were like, you cannot do this anymore. Like this is, <laughs> this is not a good, uh, collection. We do not want a hundred Jack in the boxes in our house. We're going to look like the creepiest house. In the world. <laughs> He's going to have friends over. They're going to be like, I want to go. It's like people who collect those like dolls, like porcelain dolls that look like real children. <laughs> that was Jack's friend, and then we trapped him was. forever. Past tense. <laughs> oh God. So um, Rebecca goes downstairs to hit turn the power back on. Always a bad I'll- move going into the basement in these things. Did it you was- learn nothing from Jurassic Park? Don't go try and turning on a fuse box by yourself. Yeah. It's a really good point. You're a blonde woman. Don't try it. In a movie, it'll never work. Outside, uh, Chris wanders the property with his flashlight, and uh, the lamppost is out, too. So I'm thinking, is it the whole block, or is it just this house? And I think the movie's meant to make you kind of maybe wonder a little bit. But uh, somebody, somebody used a pinch. Yeah. One of them pinches. One of them pinches from Ocean's... 13 or whatever, whichever one they used an electromagnetic pulse. I think that's the first one. Sure. Don't they no? use They're all the same. <laughs> Maybe it's the third one. I don't I don't know. They're very magnet heavy movies, aren't they? Yeah. Now what we're gonna do is we're going to magnet our way out. Then <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna grip the other magnets. Magnets are amazing. And ba- Brad Pitt's eating and it goes magnets. Mm-hmm. Attractive. He's always uh, eating. Yeah. Okay. I could use magnets. <laughs> <laughs> what 
One time, Jer left us a skit. It was Brad Pitt ordering Chinese food. It was like five minutes long, and it was just <laughs> one-sided. He's like, oh, yeah, let's pot stickers do sound good. Yeah. Um, yeah, let's uh, let's go with some pot stickers, yeah. <laughs> Brad Pitt doesn't really eat. He's so skinny. Yeah. There's He's no got... way. How, well, how else do you get those? Never mind. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> gonna say how else do you get those cum gutters you know <laughs> what i'm talking about <laughs> the v <laughs> the cum gutters the That's cum gutters yeah oh wow <laughs> so you're never That's gonna be a able to look, you're never gonna look at a bodybuilder the same that's a new one <laughs> <laughs> i heard it on rick and morty uh oh well damn yeah um Rebecca goes downstairs, hits the switch. Martin freaks out in his room, calls for the sis, and he uh, looks for her with the candle, has a run-in with Diana. Ah! Evades her. It's a basement trap. Diana locks them in when he goes down there, and they figure it out just like as soon as, uh, just before the door slams. <clears throat> and uh, Chris, he heads inside, and he has a run-in with Diana, he uses the little weak light on his cell phone to illuminate the room, and she That's like not. Yeah, just like your band, man, ain't cutting it. And she knocks it out of his hand, smashes it on the floor. And he says, "My demos!" And outside, she is thwarted. He gets, uh, he runs outside, and like once again, we get these little sections of light obscured by like these overhanging columns. And she happens to be in just this little sliver in this column hanging above him. So as he runs, just the the timing of her falling down on him is pretty effective. Yeah. There's a more fighting. She's like fucking with him in a sliver of light, but he gets to the car and like, he turns on the headlights and that does it, which he's, it's pretty, you know, way to go, Chris Angel. You know, I thought you were going to bite it here. I really did. Do you guys remember the time that he was on all those hooks and he was on a, in a helicopter in like Nevada in the Grand Canyon. And he had like, his skin was like stretched and he was like, ah, he did like, Freak. Wasn't he like encased in Jello one time, or did I make that up? No, that was a gag on The Office. <laughs> oh, okay, that was it. Oh, yeah. I <laughs> feel like he did do that. You put my Chris Angel in Jello again. No, I think maybe. Yeah. He, no, he did something when I when I was in New York when I was there for school. I think he did something about like when he was in Times Square, like hovering over Times Square and like a big ball of water like something weird he's like just like that. i'm gonna eat a shit ton of jello <laughs> it was a something like that water. it was something weird he was like gonna <laughs> hold his breath for a long time or i don't know so how long did you stick around and check it out i i i don't think i did but i remember it going on like it, like people were talking about going to see it what's the like, point of going to Times Square if you're not gonna see the, the <laughs> ball of water guy <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> Sorry. Right. Um, where are we? Uh, he just turned on the lights and yeah. uh, thwarted her. Yeah, this is great because the Rebecca and the bro hear the car outside speed off, and I'm like, did Chris Angel just fucking bolt? This is hilarious. <laughs> like, I didn't think that for one second. Like, they they want us to think that as the yeah. audience, but I'm like, he spent so much time talking about how he's not gonna leave. Like, and this is not a comedy, so therefore this should not be a punchline. He's, he's right. gonna he's come back for it. 
Yeah. It was a bit. It was a bit comical though. It was when like them hearing the car squeal, yeah. squealing away. He left us. He left us. <laughs> um, and mom finally stands up to Diana, but bad timing because she's like, "I'm not gonna listen to you anymore." And where are those pills? I've been, I've been skipping out on these for too where long. Are, like she gets hit like immediately. Where are my drop dead Fred pills that are just gonna instantly <laughs> kill you? <laughs> And, uh, yeah, it really is like that. I wonder if David F. was inspired by Drop Dead F. I want to know if Diana gets a stomachache every time she takes one of those pills. Yeah. <laughs> Madeline, are you, a drop, are you a Drop Dead Fred fan? I love that movie when I was a kid. I haven't seen it in a very long time, but it, I remember like being obsessed with it when I was a kid. I watched what? it maybe a few months ago, and uh, I, I kind of teared up at the end, because I like the message of that movie. It has a really good message. Um, but it's really, it's got a lot of shit in it. Like, it's a really shit, literally a shitty it's, movie. It's, 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 it's a 90s family movie, therefore there's a lot of shit in it. <laughs> like, yeah. there used to be a lot of scatological uh, humor in family movies in the 90s. Uh, Phoebe Cates, come back. Where are you? What are you doing? Raising um, Kevin Klein's kids and not doing a he's damn doing thing. Fine. Owen she Klein doesn't need a fine. freaking movie. Yeah, that's true. She's like, I don't need your goddamn movies. So, um, the she gets hit. She gets thrown into a dresser. The mom, and but she says before, you need me, Diana, and you have to remind the audience that because they're connected. Um, and downstairs they find the black light in the basement, and uh, they start a, a fire in the boiler and or like a potbelly stove type thing. Um. The blacklight exposes Diana's carved messages uh, in this secret little room here in the basement. And it says uh, things like, just like the hospital and trapped down here in dark and trying to take Sophie away from me, just like her father, stuff like that. And uh, there's a scary mannequins. And this is like the biggest scare of the movie right here, I think, is uh, we see finally Diana's face. Because she's posing as one of the mannequins still, completely still. And she turns around. We reveal. She's like, looks like a witch. She's very like. Yeah. Yeah. And um, the back, the black light we find is a game changer. Like we have the run in. They evade her. The cycle continues. And the black light's a game changer for visibility. Because apparently it provides them with a certain amount of visibility of Diana that they didn't have before. And uh, yeah, like she she doesn't show up. In any kind of white light, but where's the limitation on that? I wonder. Like, is it black light only, or like, is it any color on no. the spectrum that like? But one part that I that's coming up that I really appreciated is the muzzle flash of the guns. Yeah. Thus rendering yeah. like bullets useless. If there was no mullet <laughs> mullet, <laughs> if there was no muzzle. bullet flash on the guns, <laughs> I don't. I think Diana would be if maybe affected by bullets, but she is a ghost. I don't know. Yeah. But, it's, um. It's interesting, though. Uh, they call for the mom. She's knocked out. Martin has, are we going to die, like, straight up? And, yeah. Uh, Rebecca's like, no, we're fighters. Not on my watch. Yeah. And Chris comes, he came back with the cops. He didn't ditch them. And uh, he says, no, don't go in there. You need flashlights. You need flashlights. <laughs> and the cops go in. And they're like, get back in your car, Chris Angel. Trying to mind freak us. <laughs> Get back in. And they enter the house with their flashlights, responding to a domestic disturbance. And they hear the kids downstairs. Mom comes to also at the same time. 
and uh, the cop is assaulted by Diana. Gunshot muzzle flash serves as limited light, and it's like boom, 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 and it's like a strobe effect as she gets closer and uh, takes him down. She ultimately carves his face, I think. Like, takes his eyes out. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty free. Like, what are they doing with those eyes? I want to know. Yeah. Scoop them out and eating them? She eating those eyes? You think you she's eat, eating yeah. eyeballs, Like, bro? does she eat? Maybe she does. Maybe she feeds. Girl, you eating really eyes? Yo, you think... Is she eating eyeballs, bro? <laughs> Yo, Jer, can I talk to you for a second, bro? Yeah, well, what's up, bro? Is she eating eyeballs, bro? Bro, I think that girl's eating eyeballs. I thought so, too. Oh. <laughs> uh, she carved That's his leak. face. Yeah. Uh, can you imagine eating, eating contact lenses? Ugh. It's stuck oh. in your teeth. Chris grabs Martin as Rebecca goes to get mom. And you hear Diana say, stay away. And there's another fight with Diana. And she burns her with the light. She gets opportunities to kind of get some uh, some good hits in with light so to speak and uh mom puts a, a gun to her head this is like fight club speaking of brad pitt ordering chinese food <laughs> yeah <laughs> she puts her the gun to the head and she says no i'm putting it to our head tyler and uh she and she blows and, and you know uh and but uh, 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 and she and and, and i <laughs> no, Rebecca, she says, what are you doing? She says, saving your lives. And she goes, boom. And she blows her brains out. And it's tragic. It's a super tragic ending. Really we're, we're like, and, hey. Yeah. Hey. Credit to uh, the actress. I don't even remember her name. But uh, no, the uh, the daughter, Rebecca. Oh, Teresa uh, Palmer. Yeah. Like that was a uh, bird slash um, uh, Lindsay Lohan slash yeah. Kara. Levine. Yeah, totally yeah. Amber Heard. I thought it was Amber Heard in this movie until yeah. I like her name didn't come up, and yeah. I was like, oh, it's the other blonde girl. I I Amber Heard some things, but we're not going to talk about it here on this show. <laughs> I forgot what I was <laughs> going to say. Oh, oh, you were talking about how you thought she was good or something. something oh yeah, no, after. it's like anytime somebody like dies on screen i always have to pay attention to the person who like reacts to that because like that's not an easy thing to portray like you know nobody like most people don't know what it's like to be in the room with somebody who just blows their own brains out so yeah when she like screams in agony from that like i i was like oh man like that's that's a health performance moment well we're all actors here's here's mine oh (laughs) what's yours (laughs) Ah, <laughs> and yours, Madeline? Oh, <laughs> I got nothing. Adorable. I got nothing. That's, it's like a, it's like a puppy who just tried to give a gift to its owner. Oh, <laughs> and he brought you a little squirrel. Sweet. I don't know. Oh, come on, that'd be me. Oh, god damn it! <laughs> Lights out. So, aftermath. And, like, now, like, Chris Angel's, like, the patriarch of this three-people family, Martin and Rebecca and him. He's like, it's all right. I've got you guys now. He like, he, And they yeah. get to that, that standard back of the ambulance shot in the end of the movie with the blankets and the 
recovery and all that. Or you have no other choice but to pan away from them. Like, you can't do anything else with this shot. Crane shot. wide. I felt like the the ending was a little bit rushed on that. Because it was just like, here they are in the ambulance. That's it. There was no, like, last minute twist. There was no, like... Mm-hmm. They don't yeah, do the no. typical horror thing where they give you a tease of like, oh, this could come back. You know, it's kind of like, no, she's dead. And that's and fine. I, I mean, it is fine. I just was waiting for it because this whole movie had been like the like the those sort of like anticipated scares. So I thought that was coming and it didn't. Right. They totally could have, too. There's a lamppost. They could have just had it flicker and we would have been like, Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, oh, uh, but they did not. But Sandberg was like, that's just ridiculous, guys. Yeah. That's not how I'm going to get Shazam. <laughs> or I've Shazam 2. DC Extended Universe on the Brain. Mm hmm. Uh, release the Sandberg cut of, of this. Uh, no, it's just, it's literally that thing he posted online earlier today with Super. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, with the, uh, the cameo. Yes. Yeah, that's the Sandberg cut. Release the the Feig cut, the Paul Feig four hour Ghostbusters yes, cut. Yes, the Paul Feig extended, extended cut. <laughs> Suppressed Don't. Feig cut. That's my hashtag. Ooh, shots <laughs> fired, Jer. Uh, but now they're okay. There's stability for Martin in the end, and uh, she's like, "We're not going anywhere." Chris yeah. Angel gets to sleep over at his girlfriend's house. <laughs> my only other question is like, what? what are the police officers like thinking happened in that house? Like yeah. if you're arriving on the scene, like you're the ambulance, you're the, you're the fireman, whoever come like, what, what do you think happened? Like, did the mom just kill everyone? Like, how do they explain it? I think the police report will say, I couldn't see the lights were out. <laughs> <You agree? laughs> lights out. Send. That's it. And they hit send. Cause they have to email it to their bosses. Send. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But that's uh, that's pretty much the movie. It's that's it. We yeah. get some credits that I didn't sit through, so I don't know if there is a post-credit scene. I looked. I think Annabelle shows up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The creation. The, the creation. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't think on that's outside. it. I think that's it, Jer. I think I think I, that's it. I think that's it. Yeah. That's it. it was uh, a, it was a very quick eighty minutes. Yeah. It, 81 minutes. It was. It was. It yep. Moved. Yep. Had a nice. Had a nice flow to it. Nice it didn't. Flip. We didn't waste time. You know, getting to know Chris Angel's. Uh. Uh. His whole thing. He's just kind of there. You know. There's no. Not. Not too much fat going on here. And. Uh, yeah. I liked it. I thought it was a pretty solid I movie. And I'm overall, sure. Yeah. I'm yeah, sure there will be a sequel. That's what I think. Probably. I'd be surprised. It's kind of like prime for it. Mm-hmm. Except Maybe they, I'd didn't, watch it. They, they didn't prime it in the movie. No. Maybe it um, would be like a different family. There's a Here's an interesting uh, little piece of trivia, too, that I didn't know. Apparently, the Emma character uh, also shows up in Shazam. Like, there's a crossover. So this oh. movie exists in the same universe as the DC extended universe. Is that right? Oh. Yep. Well, so there that, you have it. Jer. You're telling me that Diana could show up in Shazam 2? I'm saying that I am going to go on record right now and say that Diana will be the villain of Shazam 2. Uh, and Black Adam will show up at the very end. And that's what will give an eyebrow. Yeah. I love it. I'll have mm. to. 
have to yeah. see it. We'll have to see if your prediction comes true. God, I hope so. God. <laughs> Wouldn't oh. that be amazing if he was just like, fuck you, DC. I'm going to do what I want to do. And like you make make it seem like they secretly make movie like whole movies and they're like, well, here's my homemade movie. Like this isn't what we were expect. Like there's no like you know, is not the production. Is. I knew we should have checked with you before we got all the way to the end of this production. Exactly, exactly what it is. I couldn't be bothered. I was cutting stimulus checks for <laughs> half the people in America. I guess I don't know. Apparently, we'll see. <laughs> I'll fuck you up, don't you? <laughs> don't take too many stimulus checks. I'll fuck you up, man. <laughs> All right. Well, that is it for this week. Uh, don't forget to follow us on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram. And uh, you can email us 90under90 at gmail.com with any suggestions you have for future episodes you'd like to hear. And that is it for us this week. I'm Jeremy Eden. I'm Dan Eden. I'm Madeline Matsey. <laughs> That's a wrap. I'm coming day and night. I mean, it's terrific, right? <laughs>